Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, welcome to your Hollywood crime scene mini episode. Hi. Hi. So... I have a bunch of stories for us today. First, our big story. Oh, Ooh, what is it? <laughs> I think someone asked us about this. I already had it in the queue, though, because uh, the minute I heard the story, I popped it in my little document <laughs> for the mini episode. Actually, our friend Scott Bowser uh, said to me, search for pole. Wait, what did he say? He said, search for pole assassin monkey attack. And I said, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, I immediately followed through on that. And and I was not disappointed. And we did have a listener email in and say, I'm sure you've been sent this. Yeah. But please. Of course. No, I... Talk about this story. It's crazy. So just a little bit of background here. I mean, this is not a man that any of us probably knew. I didn't know who the hell he was. No. He is a Texas specials, uh, special teams coach. His name is Jeff Banks. So I guess he is a football something or other, a Texas football coach. I don't know what team. What does it say? Oh, Longhorns. So that's like a big team. Uh, is that a college? <laughs> probably. I guess. I don't know okay. anything about So it. his name is Jeff Banks. I guess he had a scandal a little bit ago. He left his wife and he moved in with a stripper named Pole Assassin. Now, that is obviously her stage name. <laughs> That's an interesting stage name. Uh, yeah. And she has an interesting act. Her stripper act is with a pet monkey named Gia. So what? she uses this pet monkey in her act somehow. Uh, I don't really know exactly what the act is, but this woman has been on the Jerry Springer show. So she's done it for a while because that show has not been on in forever, right? Yeah. So she uh, was on that show at some point with this act. I think she's been around a while. Well, cut to Halloween 2021. This monkey, Gia, allegedly attacked a (gasps) trick-or-treater. So the news broke on... Twitter, someone named Tom Campbell reported that he is hearing a report from a credible source that Texas Longhorns special teams coach Jeff Banks's monkey attacked and seriously hurt a young trick-or-treater on Halloween. The monkey's jaw apparently had to be pried off the small child. Oh, no. Now, this tweet kind of broke out of nowhere and everyone was like, wait, what? (laughs) Because that's crazy. Yeah. And that could be, obviously, we've heard some horrible stories about monkey attacks. Yeah. Uh, Not to blame the monkey because they're wild animals and they're in these situations that might freak them out. Yeah. Now, Pole Assassin, who is his girlfriend, they're not married yet, she tweets about the incident, but all of these tweets are now uh, taken down and deleted. Oh. But, of course... On the internet, nothing is ever deleted because people screen grab them. Did she get ratioed? I think she was either ratioed or her lawyer was like, take those down <laughs> right now. <laughs> or publicist or something. Yeah. So her first tweet was, people lie so much, it's ridiculous. Stop believing everything you hear and more of what you see. Shaking my head. <laughs> Then she tweeted, no one was viciously attacked. This is a lie, a whole lie. I was not a part of any haunted house. The kid did not have permission to be on the other side of my property. Next tweet. I had a haunted house on one side gated off. He had no permission to go past the gate. I have no idea he went in my backyard. Neither did I know anything about a bite until a doctor of neighborhood told me the treat told me to treat a small bite. This is her uh, misspellings. No parent have contacted me about it. Uh, so yes, she had her shots. Uh, this animal has had its shots. It is an emotional support animal at this point. (laughs) It's no longer in her act and it's not supposed to be touched. 
um, this woman also said, she speak by command of high five. No one is allowed to touch her unless I myself say it's okay. So how did the kid get access to this monkey? Well, uh, let's keep going. Another tweet. 11 and a half year old child should know better than to enter someone's yard without permission and old enough to also follow the rules. The rules were when you get to the gate, turn around and come back out for candy. Every other parent and child did. So (laughs) that's her tweet. She posted a video of her walking through her yard in question to try and further corroborate her account of the event. She said, proof, stop with the lies and this is my monkey, not Jeff. So why try and bash him for something that has nothing to do with him? Uh, (laughs) So apparently she had some kind of side entrance for something else where the monkey was and the kids were supposed to go through another entrance to get candy while they were trick-or-treating and he went to the wrong gate for whatever reason. Reason her whole account, by the way, was deleted. Um, and he he bit this trick or treater. So I don't know that the kid is. I don't think he's seriously injured at mm-hmm. least. So that that seems uh, good. But obviously, um, you can you know she's freaking out for a good reason because she is technically responsible for anything that happens right to this kid. I don't know if he was, you know, quote unquote, trespassing. Like maybe that's different. So it wasn't their haunted house? I think she had a separate entrance where there was a haunted house thing for her friends and her, not for the children. Okay. That's what I'm thinking based on what she said. I'm looking at another article to see if there's more details. She basically closed up after the Twitter got deleted. Yeah. So we haven't had any more updates. The monkey is, the monkey was, uh, she's also kind of denying that anything happened, but then also saying he shouldn't have been there if it it did happen. Right. (laughs) Do you know what I'm saying? But supposedly in her words, the monkey was safe in an enclosure when this victim supposedly was attacked. Uh, And if he was attacked, which he wasn't according to her, he shouldn't have been there anyway. Right. So that's kind of her tact i guess that she's taking um yeah i mean we'll definitely follow this story it seems like this guy has courted controversy since he left his wife for this woman mm-hmm. i think um i saw some other tweets which were uh i guess critical of him when he left his wife and they were saying things like oh christian values <laughs> <laughs> so maybe he got a lot of criticism and heat for leaving his wife for this woman when it happened. Yeah. I don't know enough about the story before this. What about that coach? Was it the Raiders guy who got caught on video grinding with that woman on the dance floor? Do you remember that? No. It was a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Wait, a couple weeks ago? <laughs> it was like pretty recently. And Wait, I was saw- that the guy who got fired for sending emails that were like, sexual or something i think it was maybe that part guy. of that i okay. don't know i feel like there's been a lot of sports scandals lately like there's Look, just been a lot i know i'm kind of like not getting into some but it was kind of like what's up with sports people like <laughs> shit shit needs to be cleaned up there <laughs> there's just been like a lot of news regarding uh sports happening lately but i feel like there was this well, i saw the video and it was this dude who's like married and he was at like a bar and it's broad daylight, like it's in the right. middle of the day. And this young girl is like pressing her butt up against his crotch and Ugh. like dancing. I'm so disgusted. It's not gross. with her, but with him. No, he's gross. It's like you don't need you're you're not you don't deserve this. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So there was one big celebrity story that I wasn't really gonna cover until I saw this page six article that made me laugh. And that is the Chris Pratt controversy. Oh my god. So Chris Pratt if you don't know, posted an Instagram post that was like God tier wife guy. Yeah. Uh, but also kind of retro in a way that it was kind of like dad jokey. Like she looks at me, all I do for her. <laughs> like I, I almost love her as much as my Ken Griffey junior, ro- junior rookie card. I kind of, I think in my opinion, it's, it was insensitive of him basically in the post 
He said, thank you for giving me my beautiful, healthy daughter. Now he has a child with Anna Ferris, his first wife, who was born premature and had some health issues, obviously, as most premature babies do. So people made a big hubbub that he was low-key criticizing her for giving birth to a premature baby. I don't really think that that's the case. It's definitely something he should have maybe thought of, considering he's already kind of like someone that people go after. Yeah. Um, but I, regardless, uh, he was very, he posted today on Instagram that he went to bed very upset and depressed about the controversy. And I do believe he loves his son. Like, um, but obviously it was still upsetting for people to accuse him of that. Um, <laughs> but luckily Chris had a foolproof method to get out of his sadness. Uh-oh. And this is why I'm telling you this story. Okay. He knew the only way to break out of a depression is one we all probably go to. You do some physical activity while listening to some Christian music. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> is that what you were referring to today? Yeah, probably. <laughs> So he says that he knew if he put on his Christian music playlist and got out into the woods to run, he'd feel better. Uh, and, and he says, quote, and gosh, was I right? <laughs> it just felt amazing. I got out in the woods and got my blood pumping. Uh, he said, it felt like there was another fire standing next to me. I guess that's the Lord. He, oh, oh, no, he was re- referencing a song lyric from one of the Christian songs he had been listening to at the time. What was what was the song? I don't know. He didn't tell us. He doesn't tell us the name of the band? No. Someone said something like DC Truck. No, I can't remember. DC Town? Is that a Christian rock band? I, I suppose. I To be honest, I don't know any Christian bands. I think there was one um, Christian band in the hair metal Ari, no, and their name is like Striker, I think, with a Y. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it was one of those bands. They weren't the most popular, but you're, it was like kind of like we were like, "What's up with this band?" And, and you're like, you they're realize. like, and you're like, "Oh, they're Christian." That's <laughs> like it's kind of what we talk about when you're like, "Oh, this TV show is Canadian." <laughs> like you, you kind of know something's off, but you're not quite sure. <laughs> and then the lyrics kind of mention Jesus or something. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, I'm glad that Chris got over his depression by listening to Christian music. That would not work for me. Ne- neither would running, quite honestly. I'm not one of those people who... Um, I do like exercise. I do think it helps me, but I never am a fan of people being like, get out there and exercise. That gets rid of your depression. It's like, not always. That can actually make me depressed. <laughs> okay, so... I thought this was a sweet story and I actually have to go to this place. We have to go to this place. It's in the Bay Area. A California couple got married at the most beautiful Taco Bell in the world. Oh, do you know this Taco Bell? Where is it? It's in Pacifica. So like South San Francisco, like I've been to Pacifica. It's in Pacifica. But I've never been to that Taco Bell. Um, so they got married at San Francisco City Hall, and the ceremony was followed by their red- wedding reception at the Taco Bell in Pacifica, California, which is famous for being the chain's most beautiful location. Really? <laughs> yes. They are high school sweethearts. Um, they got married on their eight-year eight dating anniversary, and they wanted to keep it all on one date, so they... Um, they inquired about renting out this Taco Bell to have an inexpensive, low-stress wedding. Um, they were considering eloping, but when they decided that they could do this at the Taco Bell, they're like, let's do it. Um, it's really nice location. It is like right on the water. Show it to me. Well, hold on a second. Don't. I'm not going to show it to you until I find the picture. But look at the wedding reception, how they put the hot sauces in a heart. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm trying to find there. There is a... It's like one of those buildings that is all the driftwood. Oh, The yeah. gray driftwood. Yeah. I'm trying to find the Pacifica so I can show you. Um, I love this idea to have your wedding re- reception at this really nice Taco Bell. <laughs> so Don't this, you? So this is like the... Com- like the... Fran- like the... The corporation Taco Bell, they know this, that this okay. is the most beautiful location. Is this something that's widely known? I've never yes. heard this. Look at it. It's like oh, a gray, wow. it's like a gray driftwood type building right on the ocean. It doesn't even look like a Taco Bell. It does Bell. not, it does not have the 
the sort of stucco with the bell tower thing. The only, (laughs) this looks like a multi-million dollar house. The only thing that you would signify this is a Taco Bell is it has the Taco Bell sign on it, but it's doesn't, it looks like a house. Yeah. It looks like a really nice house right on the beach. Yeah. Uh, So I think that's a really fun idea. If you love Taco Bell, obviously, now, someone did send us this next story on um, Twitter, I think. And then when I was, I kind of had it in the back of my mind. And then I always do like a search for weird news. Yeah. And this one popped up as well. So this came out this this uh, week, I think. Really letting everyone know the process. You know, that's how I do episodes. it. That's how I do it. <laughs> weird news. I've searched cat news. I've searched food. <laughs> <laughs> So a New Zealand potato named Doug just might be the world's biggest. (laughs) Wait a minute. The potato was named Doug? Look at this potato. It's really large. Well, I need to see it to scale because it could just be a regular potato. hold on. There's a guy holding it. Okay. Oh. It's large. It's weird shaped. It's very weird shaped. Well, they grow underground. So they're kind of just like whatever. not even... It looks like an amoeba. Yeah. It's not like an oval. It's not it's an not oval. smooth like an egg. No, it's, it's lumpy. It's large. It's very large. Its name large. is Doug. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you don't you don't name a smooth potato. Um, so Colin and Donna Greg Brown were weeding their garden in Z- New Zealand when Colin's hoe struck something just beneath the soil's surface. The couple knelt down and began digging around the object. He wondered if it was some kind of strange fungal growth, a giant puffball. After he pried it out with his garden fork, he scratched away the skin and tasted it. Wow, Colin. That's brave. <laughs> That's brave. I say, he's like, I think it might be some fungal. Let me taste it. <laughs> Um, It was a potato. We couldn't believe it, Donna said. It was just huge. That's what she said. (laughs) And not exactly pretty. She said it's very ugly and mutant. And that is true. Well, that's mean. Now, it's quite possibly the largest potato on record. It weighs in at 7.9 kilograms, which is 17.4 pounds. And that's equal to what I eat in a day of potatoes. (laughs) Just kidding. Well, the woman on Freaky Eaters, she did eat that. Oh, right. She did eat more than that a day. I actually know because I've been weighing my food. I do know how much potatoes I eat, and it's like 10 ounces. That's, that's a lot of potatoes. That's like, uh, that, that's not that much. Well, I'm just, I mean, it's a good amount of potatoes. It's, it's enough to make me happy. Yeah. But it's not as much as I could eat. <laughs> yeah. um, they add up fast. Yeah. It's probably do. like five or six little. Uh, red potatoes. It's not that much. Right. Um, so yeah, I thought that was funny. I like that they named it Doug. That's cute. Uh, and I don't know where it came from, but I guess it's just under there. Wait, they want... Oh, wait. He's, not- he wants to turn it into potato vodka. Really? Colin, I don't even know how you do that. Can you do that on your own? I guess. I mean, I don't know if he knows how to distill liquor. I'm not trusting Colin's uh, liquor after he was eating fungus. Why doesn't he just make a potato salad out of it? Like I, you know it? why? I'll tell you why I bet. Because have you ever had someone give you a zucchini that's like eight pounds and it tastes disgusting because oh. it's just like flavorless? Oh. It's not like gross, but I bet you it doesn't taste good yeah. uh, for eating. Maybe. Um, this email is from one of our listeners. I believe her name is Sophie. I should look it up. Okay. Uh, it might be Sophia. I don't, you know, people get very um, sensitive about well, how you say it. <laughs> Sophie's probably fine. Sophie, but sometimes people are like, no, it's Sophia. And they're annoyed because everyone makes that mistake, right? Oh, we don't want to do that. No, I definitely where's the, don't. Where's the email? What the hell? Now you're really getting now I'm really our screwing. process. <laughs> I'm not deleting this. It's Sophie. Okay. Hi, Sophie. Um, well, at least it's there. we have a lot of emails from Sophie's. <laughs> anyway, she sent us this uh, link to a thing, and I'm not going to... The whole story, there's a sad element to this story. This was called the Catman Murder Trial. Now, this <gasps> is not about murdering cats just before uh, oh. anyone gets upset. Oh, oh, oh. I forgot to do this story last week. Okay. So I'm glad you're doing it. Uh, so... This is a man who was on trial for a horrible crime, killing his mother and sister in 2019. He got dubbed the Catman 
after he was removed from the courtroom because he meowed 55 times during the hearing. <laughs> so he is an Israeli man named Gil Perig. He was charged with killing his mother and aunt. He's had some other incidents where he said that his name was Floda Relk. Relti, which is Adolf Hitler spelled backwards. What an idiot. I mean, he has some problems probably. But uh, during the hearing, when the judge would ask him questions, he would say, meow, meow. And that would be all he would say to the judge's questions. Oh, this guy's annoying. He's super annoying, but I would love to have seen him uh, say meow to the judge. <laughs> like Just for that moment, it would be kind of funny. Devoid of context. The devoid of context. And this guy is a piece of shit. But... That, that would have been funny to see the judge get a little irritated Order with the meows. Order in the court. Or, meow, meow. <laughs> yes, scratching. The judge it. would not be happy if he was recording this podcast with us. No. With the meowing happening in the litter box. Right. He'd, he'd, he'd put us in contempt. Okay. Uh, here's another taco story. Nice. This one's headline, Woman 20 Arrested for Battering Her Mother with Pair of Tossed Tacos. Tossed Tacos? Yes. Now, there has been a domestic battery, um, a taco battery, according to this Florida police report. Braden Langford, 20, was arrested Saturday evening for striking her mother in the head with two thrown tacos in Tampa Bay, of course. According to the arrest of <laughs> David, I'm from Florida, so I can make fun of it. The 50-year-old victim was arguing with her daughter about the cleanliness of the house when Langford became upset and threw two tacos from the dining room. The tacos struck the victim in the head as she was sitting on a couch. When cops arrived at the home, the victim had food debris all around her and on the couch not the back of her shirt. I have a question. <laughs> Sorry. Were they hard-shelled tacos or soft-shelled? I'm imagining hard-shelled tacos because the thing that made me laugh about this story when I was reading it, I was like, yeah, that's how I look after I eat hard-shelled tacos. I'm covered in debris. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like I found shredded cheese in my car because <laughs> it always falls fucking off. I like, find it in my bra. Oh, totally. I mean, there's shredded cheese and taco shells in my bra after you eat cannot. One eat one of those cleanly no so even i feel like look i I wouldn't read a story like this if this person was seriously injured because it's not funny to abuse someone like that but she seems fine and it is funny that she was covered in cheese and the shredded lettuce and it's all over her couch too and it's like this little bitch needs to be kicked out of the house quite frankly well it's irritating because the mom had been telling her to clean up after her damn shit and, and then she throws the tacos, and like we just said, those those can be very messy. Look, she's going to be finding shredded cheddar in her cushions Forever. for for a long time to come, and it could be even worse. There could be some beef granules, beef crumbles. <laughs> there could be Sour shredded cream? lettuce in there. Oh right. yeah, I hope there was no sauces. There could have been a flying sour cream dollop. We don't know. Maybe the daughter pulled out one of those sour cream gun- guns. <laughs> Sour cream guns that they use at Taco Bell that I would love to own. Same. I want one of those. I do too. God damn, I want to squeeze one so bad. (laughs) (laughs) I would love to just squirt sour cream on anything of mine (laughs) with that gun. If you work at Taco Bell and you're a little uh, crooky, (laughs) get us one of those sour cream squirts. That would be a great gift. This is why we need a P.O. box. Seriously, imagine if someone sent us a sour cream or like Taco Bell did. Because sometimes they like to be fun. They're like, hey, guys, it's corporate Taco Bell. Yeah. You know, they'll do something like that. If any, yeah, Taco Bell, if you want to do like something uh, quirky, please mail us some sour cream guns. Yeah. Okay, our last story. Now, this headline's a little more boring than the story actually is. The, the headline is Corbin woman allegedly stabs cousin after getting into an argument over a sex toy. Uh-oh. Now, he's okay. A Corbin woman is facing several charges, including second-degree assault, after she allegedly stabbed her cousin following an argument over a sex toy. What cousins doing talking about sex toys? it gets worse. Okay. According to an arrest citation, an officer was dispatched to Mitchell Hill Road on Saturday uh, in reference to a stabbing. It states that Crystal Denham called 911 stating she had stabbed her cousin, Michael Barton, who is also her neighbor. Denham was sweeping the porch when an officer got to the scene. (laughs) Denham told the officers Barton came to her home and they got into an argument over the sex toy. She had borrowed it and he said he wanted it back. (laughs) 
where is this? Uh, this is Corbin. What the hell is Corbin? Well, Kentucky. Okay. She borrowed her cousin's sex toy, Rachel. You don't share those. Could you? Especially with your cousin. You don't also, it's like, is I need to, yeah. So she, he came to get his sex toy bag. She told him to get off her property. He grabs her by the elbow and she used the kitchen knife she happened to be holding in her hand to stab him. Wait. I don't know why she was holding a, a kitchen knife. Wasn't she sweeping? No, that's when the cops arrived. She was like sweeping. That just seems like, okay, <laughs> what's going on level. here? Yeah. Uh, he told the officer um, after she stabbed him, she began acting crazy after. I mean, she, uh, the stabbing sounds like sort of before. sounds like the beginning of the crazy. And also borrowing your sex toy also sounds pretty uh, questionable. She stabbed him when he wanted to leave. The officer told him Denim she was under arrest. And the citation says Denim started to yell and said she wasn't going to jail. The officer pulled out a taser. And according to the citation, she... Formed a fist with each of her hands, bladed her body in a fighting stance, swelled her chest out, and began approaching the officer. <laughs> this woman, she's had it. She wants. She needs that sex toy. She's stressed. <laughs> uh, he stepped to the side and pushed her, uh, and she became compliant and was placed under arrest. Now, obviously, she's facing a lot of uh, charges. I need to know what the sex toy was. I was going to ask you, do we know if it's a dildo? Is, I don't know it, what it is. What, but now, what, her cousin is a male... So it could be a vibrator or dildo that he uses on his girlfriend that she borrowed. He could use it for himself. We don't know. I'm, I have options. It could be a plug that he uses. Do guys use vibrators on themselves? I, yeah, of course. On their dicks? I or like mean, more pluggy vibrators that go up your dick? People use all kinds of stuff. Uh, yeah, I don't know what it I is. I just would like to There's know. There's a few options though. I There's just, many options. I just would like to know if it was like, a, if they're sharing a butt plug. I uh, feel like it has to be a, um, a massage oriented, uh, Corbin. I'm looking up sex toy. I want to know what it is. Look, if I wrote these little articles, that's the first thing I would, uh, ask <laughs> when I'm writing my lead. I would want to know what the sex toy is. Yeah, every every article it is sex toy because people. But we want to know exactly what it is because it kind of look. I don't I don't know that there's a sex toy that is the good choice. Like, oh yeah, I could see sharing that. No, (laughs) like there isn't one really. But like I would say, um, a Hitachi magic wand he uses for massaging his shoulders would be that you're going to use on your puss. It's better than like sharing your cousin's butt plug. <laughs> like then I'm, if I'm going to grade them on a scale, <laughs> like that might be like, oh yeah, okay, yeah. She, but yeah, I don't know. None of these articles are saying the important information. Look, if you're from this area and you know what Crystal was, what sex story Crystal had, uh, let us know. I mean, perhaps there's some neighborhood gossip. That's also a whole different story, Desi. If he had a Hitachi magic wand that he genuinely used as a personal massager, right, and not in a sexual sense, and she borrowed it and used it on her pussy, that's a whole other story. But if I was Michael, I'd be like, keep it, right? I don't want it back anymore, and you owe me a hundred and twenty dollars right. or whatever. But he wanted it back. Uh, yeah. So it makes me feel like. They have some weird deal going where they share that stuff because yeah. it is those things can be very expensive. Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. It's not. It's you know what. But I still would probably not share. I'm them. sorry. You I don't know how you shouldn't share your sex toys with someone unless they're your romantic partner. Yes, that's completely different. I, and also, like your cousin. Yeah, <laughs> that just seems a little too far removed. <laughs> Yeah, that's wrong. Well, I mean, I don't know if you're going to share your sister or brothers, but like, yeah, I really would love to know the sex to- toy. So if you get any info, if email you know us. Crystal or you know Michael, yeah. please let us know. Tell please them to write give us the all show. the details, all the ones you know we want to hear. Well, I want to know what the deal is with their relationship. I feel like that's very close cousins. That's like, that's too close, Desi. It's too close for comfort. Yeah, and they live next door to each other. It's too. Close. How are they gonna? Uh, how are they going to make up after this? They, they need some time One apart. of them has to move. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll take a break. 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm the queen of starting a free trial offer and forgetting to cancel it, oftentimes being charged for months for something I'm not even using. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. With Rocket Money, I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. It's definitely saved me money and now I can use that money to waste on things I do want. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. That's rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. What else you got, Desi? Um, I actually have... A few listener emails that I wanted to read. So first of all, I I did want to say that I I have tried to respond to everyone's cat pictures. We've gotten a lot of emails uh, with people showing us their adorable cats. And we have looked at every single one. I've looked at them and I, I tried to respond to a lot of them today. Just so you know, we've seen your beautiful boys and girls. That we all adore and love. Every um, single cat that we have received is a perfect angel. Yes. So we are seeing them and I am trying to respond yeah. uh, as 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 much as I can. But there's been lots of awes. There's so many. I, I like them. I do. I keep them coming. Uh, did you see the one, the, the tuxedo, the black and white one? Who was like doing all those little weird poses. Course, yes. <laughs> that one I was really the, cute. I loved him. Her. Okay. So this is from Ashley. She is sending us a paranormal story. Um, um, so she said that she got into our show after listening to the Cotton Club murder. And um, they, she works with her husband and they listen to them with their AirPods and he listens to his alien ones and she listens to ours and other uh, crime or humor ones. So that's cute. I like it. Uh, so she has a possible ghost sighting for us. She grew up in Mansfield, Ohio and their claim to fame is the Ohio State Reformatory. I love these old abandoned like hospitals, hospitals and like reform schools. They're so creepy. This is a huge and imposing and very creepy. It was actually where several scenes from the Shawshank Redemption were filmed. And the film was super important for saving the reformatory from being demolished. It's now open for tours and they have begun to restore several portions. That's cool. She says, my aunt passed away a few years ago and we all went back to Ohio for a celebration for, of her life. While we were at my cousin's house, my cousin and her boyfriend were there and we found out that he worked at the reformatory. He was able to get our family a private tour on a cer- early Sunday morning before they were open. Ooh, I'd be into that. Our guide was phenomenal. Of course, we, we asked if she had had experienced anything paranormal. She had, and it wasn't anything horrifying, but she also mentioned several areas that just gave her an unsettling feeling. I felt creeped out, but never experienced anything out of the ordinary. It was cold and rainy early morning when we were there, and I had no desire to check out solitary confinement because it was significantly colder, and I felt compelled to be a giant wuss. My mom and I hung back in an area that was close to solitary confinement and had props from Shawshank set up, namely the ton- tunnel that that Andy dug to escape from his cell. It's set up and there is a plexiglass covering each end of the tunnel. My mom was snapping pictures of everything she could, including the tunnel. We continued on with the tour without incident. It was seriously amazing and a special day that we were fortunate to experience. 
About a month later, my mom was showing her pictures to her friend when she got to the tunnel. Her friend paused and zoomed in. Who's the guy in the reflection? <gasps> what? She looked, and sure enough, in the reflection, there appears to be a guy leaning against the wall. It looks like he's in a uniform of some type. It was our it was only our family who was there and our tour guide who was female, and the reformatory was closed to the public when we were there. There wasn't anyone with us. Since we've shown the picture to multiple people and the general consensus is that we caught ourselves a ghost on camera. I even sent the picture to my cousin's boyfriend. He confirmed that there were no cardboard cutouts or pictures in that room that could have caused the reflection. I even went back with my husband another time and took pictures of the tunnel and nothing in the reflection but a white wall. I found out that a guard died there during a prison riot and I'm convinced that that's him. Oh my God. Isn't that scary? Oh, wait, she sent us the picture. Oh, my God, I'm scared. Okay, that's really scary. You know, okay, can I just tell you something funny? First of all, she sent us a picture of her really cute daughter dressed like a creepy clown on Halloween. Aww. Uh, and her cat. Aww. And there was this other picture. I didn't know what it was. And I was like, oh, did the cat <laughs> dig a hole in the wall? <laughs> I really didn't put two and two together. Uh, but now I'm looking at the picture and zooming in, and there is definitely no, a guy no, standing there. Jesse, why'd you show that to me? That's so scary. <laughs> oh my god. That yeah. I mean, I think that's that, that's a ghost. Terrifying. That's very. That uh, the- that's a very not even faded or gauzy. That is a man standing there that you would have heard or turned around for. Damn. That's horrific. Wow, Ashley, that's a great email and great story. Oh, thank you God. for sending it. I'm not gonna be able to sleep tonight. <sighs> also, because I had coffee before yeah, you came. Let's here. get real. <laughs> <laughs> so dramatic. That's okay. So scary. I'm glad I put that scary story first because I have a really funny email from a listener named Holly. Okay. This email is us to a T. Holly, you are one of us. <laughs> I don't know if that's a compliment. <laughs> But I was cracking up reading this email because it's exactly something both of us would do. So she uh, starts off the email saying she loves our podcast and she has recently joined our Patreon and started listening to the episode on wrong orders. And this is wrong orders uh, related to food, like ordering food in restaurant and getting the wrong orders. I can't remember if it was crimes or what. You know what it was? We did an entire Patreon episode of people who called 911 when they got their, someone got their order wrong. And you'd be surprised how many fucking people have called 911 when they got their order wrong. Oh, and I think we have wrong order stories in episodes that weren't about wrong orders, just other random (laughs) fast food crimes. Um, So she said, I couldn't even finish the episode before starting this email. (laughs) I have some stories I have to share. First is thanks to my husband who's coined the term, how big is it? Which is how we describe ourselves when we're insanely hungry because he decided to take me on a date to Gelson's Market, which I wasn't familiar with at the time. And I was so fucking angry at his decision. He said they have a great chicken sandwich from the Wolfgang department. And my one, I guess Wolfgang Puck, right? Yes. And my one reply was in a bratty, grumpy voice, how big is it? (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That sounds like me. That's my, I would be so mad if I was like at Gelson's when I was hungry and I would be like worried too. I think it was the first time he's experienced my hangry attitude. We still use to, we still use the term to this day and it's very appropriate. <laughs> How big is it? Um, the oh. second story, I, I've included photographic evidence. I was about seven months pregnant working at a de- as a department manager at Urban Outfitters in Burbank. It was closing shift and I had been dreaming about Taco Bell cheese sauce all day long. The closest Taco Bell was a ways away, so I settled on the Wahoos across the street. I'm already upset. (laughs) I called and my order was very clear on what I wanted and had them repeat it back to me, (laughs) thinking they had a similar cheese sauce, which they said they did. I asked for it on the side of my chicken burrito. I was starving and it was a very how big is it mood. (laughs) I waddled my ass across the street and made the mistake of not checking my order. (laughs) 
I quick waddled back to the store and into the office where I ate my lunches. I opened up the box and saw that it wasn't even the right burrito and they added the cheese on top, melting it, and nothing was what I asked for and they didn't even include my chips. I literally saw red and punched the burrito so <laughs> a worker knocked on the door and asked if I was okay. Wait a minute. The burrito made a sound when yes. she punched it? I took a picture to send to my husband and it's not my favorite picture ever and yes for those wondering i still ate the burrito but i never went to wahoo's again <laughs> okay so let's look at the burrito oh my god this <laughs> first of all <laughs> there's like an indentation like that looks like a fist punched it i have never seen what happens when you punch a burrito before but i'm glad that I finally know what that looks like. And it is this picture. That must have felt good. Holly has punched the burrito so hard that there is chicken bursting at the seams. That is a that, that is a lot of melted cheddar and jack cheese blend. Honestly, I got faint knowing, like I knew the outcome of the story and knowing <sighs> she wanted melted like queso cheese right and seeing that melted cheese on top and how disappointing it would be right she didn't even want wahoos to begin with <laughs> like i mean the thing about wahoos wahoos is a totally different experience than taco bell wahoos is like it's like more baja fresh yeah it's like a baja fresh it's, it's not like a it, del taco taco bell it's just a different experience yes i mean i i don't i've, I've definitely been to wahoos and it's fine. Yeah. But if you if it's not what you want, it's not what you want. And if you want something else and you're trying to recreate it, right. it's a it's a no win game. No. <laughs> you're gonna be disappointed. Uh yeah. Holly, this is so um <laughs> relatable, <laughs> sadly. I feel like something similar. <laughs> also the Gelsons, how the big Gelsons? is it? <laughs> okay. <laughs> how big is it? First of all, I'm dying because oh my God. Melon. Dude, melon is out of control right now. I'm dying because I know exactly the Wolfgang Puck section that the boyfriend's referring to because I used to always get the to-go Chinese chicken salad, the Wolfgang Puck salad at, that they had at Gelson's. Um, but if I was like really hangry, I would absolutely ask my boyfriend, well, how big is it? Well, also like if you're really hungry and he's like, let's go to this Gelson's, well, I would be like, no, I want fucking food and a lot of yeah, <laughs> and I, I want some dainty fucking sandwich. I don't want to fucking cook something and I don't want something from their pre-made bullshit. I want right. a hot meal. Yes. I, uh, okay. That I was really that. great. Email. Thank you for writing. We in, have Holly. to go eat with you. Yes, we do. Um, okay. So yeah, that's our emails. Two great emails. Thank you. If you want to email us a great story. Hollywood crime scene at gmail.com. We're very sorry for Melon being very loud and disruptive. I'm just ignoring him. Right. Dude, he is. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to give you attention, Melon, despite <laughs> how much you want it. <laughs> <laughs> My specialty is ignoring people who want attention. <laughs> um, yeah. So did you watch anything? You're still watching six, not six feet under. Um, very Nip different. Top. Very Nip different top. vibe. Yeah, very different. <laughs> Um, yeah, we are on season seven, which is the final season of Nip Tuck. I looked to see how many episodes were in season seven and I went, oh, nine. Oh, so it's like, what is it normally 13 or something? Okay. So every other season has had like 15 episodes oh. with the exception of season five, which had inexplicably 22 episodes. Wow. I was fucking shocked. That's crazy. Like those Sh type of shows never have that many. That's like network uh, TV season almost. It, yeah. So then season six had nine episodes and season seven had nine episodes. So they're making up. They must have had, <laughs> they must have had something going on there where it was two short seasons back to back. Very surprisingly though, season five of Nip Tuck is so off the wall at points. It almost feels like a different show in tone because it's a lot of comedy. It's very right. silly. Yeah, you mentioned season that. Season five is very silly. Then it gets a little more back to the normal the normal tone in season six and seven. I just don't know what I'm... I told Brendan, I was like, since you just jumped in at season five, I feel like we should watch rewatch the show together again because I'm an insane person. Oh, yeah. And maybe I can watch it too. And you can watch it too. Uh, I'd watch it again. It's so good. 
And I, like I said, I have zero memory. Like when you mention things, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember those characters, but I don't really remember the storylines. Although I'm sure when I'm watching it, it all comes back <laughs> it's to so me. so bad shit. <laughs> it is, here's what I realized why this is such a great show for me personally, because it's like watching softcore porn with a very good plot. Yes. Because there's a lot of sex in it and there's so much sex in it that you're surprised it's not an HBO show. Skinamax. (laughs) And you know what it is? It's not even just that there's so much sex in it. It's that the sexual situations seem like they're out of softcore porn. Like there's one point where Christian literally has sex with a detective working on a very serious case. Yes. I mean, my memory of the sex scenes is that they're not typical sex scenes. No, it's they're not like, like organic. They're also outrageous. It's sort of just like, oh, oh, she gave him one smile and now she's blowing him in the office. Right. Yeah. And even that sounds like it could happen, maybe. I'm Just absurd characters like, fucking each other. Yeah. Like, oh, you're fucking now? Why not? Okay. <laughs> but it's great. It's a great show. Yeah. Uh, that's good. I think I mentioned to you that I am still watching American Horror Story. I haven't watched a lot of these seasons. So I finished Hotel finally. I was watching it months ago and I finished it. Yeah, That's the season with Lady Gaga. It's like an LA, downtown LA hotel. Kind of like the Cecil. Yeah. I think Um, it was like based on the Cecil Hotel, right? Yeah, because like Richard Ramirez is in it. Yeah. And they have like killers and like whatever. And this season I'm watching now is uh, Roanoke. Mm. And this is like a paranormal, it's it's sort of set up to be like a paranormal reenactment type show. So we have the couple telling their story and then we're seeing the reenactment. Mm -hmm. And then I think the second half is found footage of people who are filming the show and what happens to them with the ghost and like monsters that are in the show. It's pretty good actually. Okay. So I'm on uh, episode three, I think. Um, that's where I saw the wooden hot tub that I was like, oh, I should get a hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> I want a wooden old fashioned stove heated hot tub. Yeah. Of course. I mean, who wouldn't? Um, but yeah, I, had a, I don't think I've watched too much TV this week because I was busy. Dexter's coming back. Oh, Yeah. I did finish Dexter. Oh, yeah. Like my rewatch. Right. Uh, so I'm ready. I'm ready to go. Oh, I'm sorry. When is that? Like, it's at the end of November, right? I think so. Okay. It's already November. The only other thing I'm watching is Succession, which is great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's been good this season. It's, uh, it's funny to watch shows that you can binge and then have to do the weekly grind. Oh, I yeah. find it harder, hard to follow. Like yeah, I'm really used to binging where you kind of like go right into it. And and succession so far has been pretty uh good, but slow. Like nothing has really happened yet in a major way. Well, the last episode was kind of was pretty good. I thought, I'm not saying it's not good. I'm saying there hasn't been like a huge thing happen where right. shit hits the fan. Right. It's like leading to something, obviously. Right. So, but if we were binging this, we could have already banged through the lead through and gotten to the juicy stuff. And we're so spoiled. Yeah, we're spoiled. Yeah. And yeah, so I guess I'm probably have some Dan Brown episodes. Oh, you're still doing that? I don't even know. That's the thing. Cause it's like, has another one aired? I have no fucking idea. Cause it's not like succession where everyone's watching it. So I'm like, oh yeah, it's on tonight. No one talks about it. So I, I really want you to get into Salt Lake City. Real Housewives. Oh, Real Housewives? It's it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. And um oh man. Yeah, so I'm that's the other thing obviously that I'm watching right now. Okay. Is Salt Lake City. The problem is I have so much reality TV, I'm like massively behind. I should just like, hard. get on the treadmill and watch them all. Yeah. I wish 90 Day Fiance was just short episodes, but every episode no. is like three hours. No. <laughs> TLC. It makes it so hard to watch because it's like... That's the TLC way. Every fucking TLC show is like two hours long. It just makes it like more difficult right. to bang through a season. Right. Because you're like, that's like fucking 50 hours or whatever. <laughs> like, Well, and also TLC, at least with the 90 Day Fiance franchise... They bang out a new season one after the other. Yeah, it's like impossible to catch up. Like yeah. I just like I've I've taken to like skipping through the boring couples. Right. So I can just get through them faster. Right. Because it's like every season there's at least two couples that are like I can get rid of. Right. 
It's like they're fine, but I, I don't need to waste my time. I know the stars. I want. You I want to focus on the star couples. Yeah, I'm almost finished with the OG ninety day. Like I'm on season seven. Okay. So once I get through that, then I'm gonna do other way. Yeah, uh, and then it. I've done single because I need to know what's his name, Sinjin and Jenny. Oh, Sinjin and Tanya. No. Jenny and oh Samit Samit okay. yes you need to know yeah you need to get I need on to that get tip. that one because yeah. it's like so I have to watch all of their stuff so I can enjoy <laughs> exactly you need the backstory you need the backstory. Uh, so I'm gonna get that next uh, and then when is single life starting oh my god see it's just it's it's never is that ending next uh it's soon it might be at the same time because after the other way comes before the ninety days. But that's but single life is only if you have Discovery Plus, which we have. I do have Discovery Plus, baby. <laughs> that's my, like that was the first thing I watched on when I got Discovery Plus was me single too. life. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, that's yeah. I guess that's all we're watching. That's a, uh, that's a lot so of stuff. you had a good meal this week. I had a great meal last night. It was date night, so we went to Bone Kettle. I know. I was so jealous. I didn't want I don't to tell know why. you. I know. I was like, how I, come I don't get to go on date? Well, <laughs> dude, there was one, there was a split second where I said, should we invite, De-? like I thought, I'm oh, like, should God, we invite no. Desi? Should Desi be the third wheel on our date night? No, no. But I, Brendan had never been there before. I know. That's what I was thinking. Because he was out of town. Right. The last time we went. And we went only with, once before. And we went once, once before, just the two of us. So I'm like, well, I have, we got to go. Where are we going to go for date night? We're going to go to Bone Kettle. And it was, the food was spectacular as always. We got some new things we hadn't tried before. Cause there's, what were those lobster noodles? Okay. <laughs> Dude. I don't care about anything else. We got, okay. So that was one thing we tried on the menu that we hadn't, I hadn't had before. And it was the Singaporean chili lobster noodles. Yum. Unreal. That's Absolutely. So I mean, those noodles are like handmade perfectly delicious and chewy yeah. and like, you know, yeah. like the type the hand pulled noodles, the very, yeah. very good top notch noodles. And the sauce was spicy and a little tangy. I, I can't describe it good. Yeah. It was a little sweet. There was pieces of lobster. It was very delicious. Oh my God. I mean, it was like perfect. Yeah. Um, and we also had the oxtail. Oh yeah. That looked good. I'm not a big red meat eater, but it was fucking delicious. Yeah. And again, everything's just perfectly done there. Yeah, it's, I want to go. It's really good. And then I had for a second time the crispy garlic prawns, Ugh. which I devoured. Yeah. I mean, I think that like we said before, I think those are my favorite fried shrimp. And I've had a lot of fried shrimp before. I have too, and I love them. Those are so good. Like when I got had those, I was upset that I had to share. Yeah. I was like, I want this for myself. <laughs> like I could easily eat that whole thing. Like Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, I I woke up this morning and I was like, I wish I was eating the, those prawns right now. That's something I could have weekly. Same. Easily. And never get sick of it. No, it's so good. Like <laughs> if I lived closer, I'd be in trouble. Cause I'd be eating those all those. the time. They're so good. Um that's great. No, I love that restaurant. Yeah. I feel. I honestly feel like I wish. I mean, you said it was packed, so that's good. Yeah, but it's like I want everyone to go to this restaurant. So yeah. if you're in Nila, Northeast LA, yeah. it's not that far. No, it's, it's not. just in Pasadena. It's There's, not far. I mean, it's not far from us either. It was like twenty. No, minutes. it's it's uh, just in Pasadena. There's tons of shopping around there if you want to make a day of it or a night of it. And their brunch looks incredible too. Well, that's what we got to do. We got to do the brunch. we got to do the brunch. What did we see? Oh, we both remember Lumpia. You no, you sent me a picture of the fried chicken and waffle dish they have for uh, brunch. Yes. And you were said, dude, seconds before Rachel sent that, I put it in my Instagram story and I, I said, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. We were on the same wavelength. We were on the exact same wavelength. We have to go to brunch. We do. Uh, I want to go to brunch. Because they have stuff there that they don't have at dinner time. They have stuff that they don't have at dinner time, but they also have, this is like my ideal brunch where there's some breakfast stuff but they also have a lot of stuff that's just like lunch and dinner stuff. Yes. I like to have the a combo. Well, I like the savory. I'm not like the hugest breakfast person. Like I do like some things, but I, I'll typically get like 
meals mm-hmm. for the, at brunch. Like, mm-hmm. so I like when they have those options and it's not just like French toast and like whatever. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I want that chicken waffle. And like when we go, we have to just get like 10 things and share. And share. Okay. That's our next, that's our next, uh, dinner, but it'll be a brunch instead of a dinner. Okay. That's what we'll do next time. So we'll have to make a reservation probably. Cause I bet you that brunch is popular. Yeah. I mean, anyway. it was popping. It was yeah. fun. It was popping. You guys night. have to go to Bone Kettle if you're in LA and tell us what you get. Yeah. It's a must go. Send us pictures as always. We want to see what you eat. Yep. Um, okay. What else? Anything else? Uh, oh, we had sushi. Oh yeah. We did have sushi together. That was nice. That was like our, a little date night just for us. We had our own. I didn't get Brendan any. No. <laughs> He didn't want any. No, he, he made his own dinner. <laughs> we had that was for us, Debbie. That was just us. That was just for us. He had his uh, bowl, his little rice bowl already. Yeah, yeah. and was smoothie. Skipping. He had, his, he had his like protein smoothie. Yeah. Uh, so that's it. We're prepping for Thanksgiving. Yeah, we're in training, mm-hmm. getting our stomachs ready, <laughs> oh, picking out recipes. Boy. Oh boy. Um and yeah, just trying to hold it together. Just trying to get through this day. I'm excited for the holidays. I am too. It's going to be fun, I think. Yeah. When no? do you get your Christmas tree? Um, I don't really have... I'm not, I don't have like a thing. Yeah. Like we got to get it the day after Christmas, everybody. Or everything's ruined. <laughs> yeah, Thanksgiving. They're kind of expensive. They are expensive. Uh, it's always shocking every year. Right. You forget. It's difficult because part of me is like, I do have some artificial trees, like vintage 50s tinsel trees, which I love, Yeah, but I like the smell of pine. I do too. So I definitely want to go shopping for Christmas decorations. So you should come. I will. I can't have a Christmas tree. The cat Not even a small one? Masha will destroy it in two seconds. She's you should just, just a- get a small one and have her destroy it. Okay. Like a, they have my Trader Joe's. Okay. I'll get a little one. Maybe. Just get a little one. If she destroys it, it won't be a big deal. But then you can also have fun pictures of big fat melon in the tree. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, cats are annoying with Christmas trees, but it is also kind of funny if you're not too attached to things. <laughs> yeah. It'll just have to be far away from stuff that it won't destroy other things. Yes. I think the thing is, you can be surprised how little damage they actually will do. Yeah. Like I've had foster kittens before where I was like, uh-oh. Right. Because uh, my my cats were seniors at that point. They weren't as crazy. Uh, and I was worried with the foster kittens. But I put all the ornaments high and it was not like a, ba- a big deal. Right. I mean, Masha is, she has some issues right now with yeah. knocking things over Masha, for sure. Masha is a toddler essentially. But my kittens were tiny too and they but- were not. Creating problems with the Christmas tree. I don't know what to do with her. It's like anything that is not bolted down to a table. She's like, oh, that's I'm knocking that over. But a tree is bigger, and and in some ways they're a little scared of it. Really? Yeah. So I I don't know. She's not afraid of anything. That's the problem. (laughs) She has no fear. She's like, Uh, yeah. I don't know. But I do feel like sometimes you just have to try it, yeah, and see what happens. And you might be surprised. I might be. that they don't go crazy. I feel like Kugel, my other young cat, he'll eat it because he eats plant stuff. Yes. He but loves- I think it's safe yeah. if he eats it. Yeah. Right? I guess. I mean, I don't know. Uh, this is all stuff we'll have to research. I think you should just get it and see what happens. <laughs> just get a cheap one at like Home Depot or Lowe's or something. Like a little one. They're not like the prettiest there, yeah. but at least it's like not a lot of money. So if you have to toss it. <laughs> I'm or whatever. Worried, I'm worried about even having the menorah out this year. I mean, well, if good, it's lit, that's it, a more if, of a- <laughs> if it's lit, if it's lit, you're right. She'll just knock it off if it's not lit, and that'll just be annoying because it'll yeah. make a big clanging sound, and I have to get like I have to get a new menorah. Um, whatever. This is not an interesting story. The good news is is she doesn't knock over lit candles. That's the one thing she won't knock over. Yes. is it a lit candle? Yeah, but a non lit candle. Oh, I've heard some crashes in the middle of the night you need to get more of that gummy stuff that people have for earthquakes oh my god because it sticks them a bit where she won't be able to easily do it and i think she might give up nope she does not give up she's have you used it i'll try it i will try it It, it, because it sticks them on for earthquakes yeah so it might work it might work with her for a little how about that earthquake we had a couple weeks ago or last week what was that last week did we 
Do you remember that? It was like six in the morning. No, I can't remember the last time I felt an earthquake. I never feel earthquakes. This was a rattly boy. I know, but I didn't feel it. I happened to be awake because I was feeding the cats and I was like lying in bed. So I was going to go back to bed and we had this like big ass earthquake. I mean, honestly, sometimes people feel it more than other areas, even if you're not that far. Right. I didn't feel anything. Maybe you're sleeping. Or maybe I just thought it was whatever. You sometimes, yeah. Sorry. I was like, maybe I farted. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe I blew a huge one and it rattled the whole house. It could happen. It could, could happen. I had a lot of garlic. I don't know. Garlic? <laughs> Is that a fart thing? I don't know. I don't have gas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have like stomach things or gas okay. or like things like that. Uh, FYI. Just- <laughs> You got to keep never up your farted. sexual appeal yeah. to our listeners. I don't fart. I just make little poofs. No, I'm just kidding. You're a lady. Wow. Uh, wow. Wow. We got to wow. end the show. Okay. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.